0: Hello and welcome to the Bottom Up Skills Podcast. I'm Mike Parsons. I'm the CEO of Qualitance. And today we continue our journey into the world of Revolut. Yes, the fintech, the neobank that seems to be conquering all. And today we're going to look at the user experience from its product. Are they delighting customers, I wonder? Are they serving Each and every user, are they doing it right? These are the questions we're going to ask. Now, the starting point here is that they do indeed uh, provide a user experience, which is super fast, very snappy interface, easy, and boy, the features, they just keep on coming. They are adding features at a prolific rate. So you and I, we're going to dive into what users actually love about the Revolut product and we're going to learn what best practices we can take out from this banking customer experience. We're going to see what we can use when we build products too. Now, the first thing I want to do is set some context because the Revolut story is quite simple when we come to product. It's just doing the basics right. Now, that's not particularly revolutionary or earth-shattering, but in the context of banking, it most certainly is. Let me give you the proof. Just to compare what people really think about this product, what the customer experience is really like for Revolut, I've gone and compared it to one of the better legacy banks in the United Kingdom. Barclays Bank. And what I did is I thought, well, okay, let's go find a really large number of reviews for both in the same platform. And so I went to Trustpilot, very good uh, customer review application. And I compared what over 5,000 people had to say about Barclays and then over 70,000 people, what they had to say with Revolut. And the numbers just don't lie. Barclays can only muster a 1.5 stars out of five. So we're talking about an incredibly seasoned traditional legacy bank, huge in size, yet customers rate it so poorly that Trustpilot has these different categories for the number of stars that you have. And Barclays with 1.5 stars out of five, they are in the bad category. I mean, what a travesty that a bank of their tenure, a bank that is so institutionalized in the United Kingdom and abroad, yet they can only muster a 1.5 out of five. Revolut, on the other hand, I mean, Huge number of reviews, 79,000. That already tells you something. 4.3 average, category excellent. And I think I've, I've chosen two reviews that I think expose the story behind. After sifting through them all, this is what I want to share with you. Here's one. This is by a reviewer in the United Kingdom. His name is Chris Packer. He gives Barclays one star out of five. And his headline is, avoid Barclays if you can. I mean, this is when your customers go into what we call detractor mode. They're not neutral and they're certainly not advocates. They are detractors. They're advocating against you. He says in his review, avoid Barclays if you can. I've had numerous problems with Barclays, including having posts sent to the wrong address, access being denied to online banking, and infuriating telephone banking system. Well, I mean sending post mm, doesn't sound like too hard a thing. Sorting out access denials to online banking, you know, with all the passwords and security procedures, that's kind of cost of entry for any bank these days. And a telephone banking system, like come on guys, telephone's been around a century now. Think we might be able to get that right. But on the other hand, Here's a review that I got from, this, this person's called GFan2015. And he says in his review of Revolut, of course, Revolut is a great product. As long as you don't hit a snag. Hmm. Okay. So this is interesting. The moment you face an issue, there's is no way to resolve it quickly. And he goes on to, to explain some of that. So it's interesting, isn't it? Just the difference there, even though, I mean, I deliberately took this Revolut one, which wasn't all, you know, strawberries and cream, but what it did say is, and and I'll take you back to this, of course, Revolut is a great product. And that's why we can learn so very, very much. Um, What is astounding to me that actually Barclays isn't the worst customer experience in the United Kingdom because we have done a lot of work studying the UX of banking report by Peter Ramsey where in the UK he studied the experience and measured the customer experience throughout the UK banking system and Barclays actually was kind of one of the better so I really don't want to uh, experience the worst there so this is the context of why getting the basics is so Innovative, it's so new in an existing category. So, the story here is that legacy banks just get the basics wrong. It's not fast, they're not transparent about fees, and some of their basic features, like hello, telephone calls, they can't get those touch points right. And the truth is that Revolut gets the basics right. Super fast product, very transparent about fees, and they just continue to add more features. But if we step back, there's still so much opportunity, whether it's for Revolut, Barclays, or some other neobank or fintech. You can see that it seems like everyone stumbles when you have a particular, uh, what we call in the industry, like an edge case, where there's some unusual uh, characteristic that uh, blocks a user journey. Both banks seem to struggle with that. So there's the opportunity. So Revolut's got even further to grow, and I think the gap for Barclays and other legacy banks becomes larger. Okay, so let's take now a snapshot and uh, check in on what are the features that they actually include in their product. Well, money transfers they seem to be you know the gods of, and what's really important on the back of a transfer or a payment is that you get instant, real-time notifications and analytics. It's really important that if you study the customer experience, people hate the fact that they have to sometimes reload, close their account and reopen it to get the new balance. Okay, so that's really essential. Again, Revolut does it well. Uh, Many others do not. And, of course, they've... um, done a great job on bill splitting. Uh, They've opened up into cryptocurrencies and they're doing this now across many markets such as Japan, India, and the US. They're really charging for some global expansion there. And talking about being overseas, I mean, handling currencies and transfers in different currencies seems to be one of their great strengths. It really is uh, exceptional when compared to the rest of the market. And of course, there's lots of other features that help you manage your money. I want to focus on one feature in their product. I think it tells a little bit the story of Revolut and why their customer experience is so good. So the way back in April, 2018, they launched Vaults. Vaults are a special little area that you have. Uh, it's, a, it's a little uh, envelope. Uh, where you can put your savings into. And uh, these little vaults are really interesting. It's a beautifully simple idea. It's like a uh, a little savings area. Now, here's the interesting thing. These saving uh, features are personal or for groups, so you can chip in with your friends. And check this out. Since they launched it, there have been over 4.5 million volts created by users. There is 6,000 new volts created each day. And into those volts, the Revolut Global user base has saved over $2.5 billion. How good is this? This is a great example of not just being someone that holds onto your money, What Revolut is showing us with Vaults is by understanding the user and their end goals, a trip to Japan, to Mexico, maybe saving for a wedding or just paying the bills, they will help you get it done. And this is where they can build so much trust. And imagine if they get a charter and and license to be a full-fledged bank across these markets. It would be incredibly powerful because their user experience is far better than the industry. And it, that's why they've grown to over 15 million customers. And it's not only with consumers that Revolut's product is rolling out those features. They're getting into the business side of things. So just uh, in less than the last six months, they have launched a bunch of new features, they're allowing uh, businesses to, to run on Revolut, of course. They've now got QR codes for socially distanced payments. They've got uh, a new expenses product. They've got, and this is really interesting, two other things I want to talk about, the ultimate freelancer plan. So usually going for this, this kind of mass growth freemium model, this is one of the most successful models for fintechs and neo uh, banks. Usually, these uh, approaches are complemented by a different way of thinking where you kind of go after just a local market or perhaps a segment of customers. What Revolut are doing is they have built the ultimate freelance plan, which serves the growing number of freelancers who are perhaps working from home or uh, they're digital nomads. So they are not only going for the mass freemium model, but they're also starting to cater to particular segments, such as business, such as freelancers. They have even built a plugin for the very popular WordPress um, tool called WooCommerce. WooCommerce helps you create an e-shop, do e-business to retail on your WordPress website. And the reason this matters is WordPress makes up Well over a quarter of all websites on the internet are built with WordPress. And so Revolut have created this gateway that enables you to use Revolut as your payments engine. Really interesting stuff. So no doubt they're innovating. I will say the one word of caution here is that they are becoming bigger and bigger and they're doing more things than just focusing on international money transfer. This could be their opportunity, but it could also be their greatest challenge. And coupled with the fact that they are going to have to move more customers to paid, can they sustain their growth? Can they achieve a viable business? Because they've given a lot away uh, to their customers and that's afforded them the growth. The real question is, can they actually convert them into premium? So I want to talk about some of the the homework I want to give to the team at Revolut, Um, they are definitely going to have to find a balance as they transition more of their value into their premium features. Um, This is really, really important. They're going to have to really think about um, how they're going to operate, whether it's going to be as a full stack or whether it's going to be as a front-end bank. Um, They're going to need a banking license and charter if they want to have the most viable customer relationships. If they wanna increase total revenue per user, they're gonna need that because then they'll be able to offer a full deposit guarantee um, and offer a full uh, range of credit and debit services across all currencies. And without a doubt, um, a lot of people do complain when little snags hit. So taking you back to that review that I started at the beginning of this episode, When people get frozen out due to security reasons in their app, this seems to be a bit of a nightmare um, for the user. So homework for Revolut to do there. And all in all, when we do see users having errors that go outside of the normal, we are seeing um, a lot of negative feedback about customer support. Sometimes the chat takes too long. Maybe the chat doesn't get answered. So homework to do. But wow, when we look at this product, we can see that Revolut truly has done the basics right. And they have been able to grow by just doing the basics right. What a powerful lesson that we can take from Revolut. And I hope all of you are now armed with a little bit of inspiration and some practical advice on how you can build great products too. Now talking about building great products, you can go to bottomup.io. And we have a ton of free courses. We have design thinking, agile, lean, case studies and revolute, lots of fintech presentations. Get on over to bottomup.io. It's all free. It's all open source. So you can learn to make better products. All right. That's it for the Bottom Up Skills podcast. That's a wrap.